Well, hey, everyone. Uh, yeah, so I'm sitting with Ben Hartley, um, the uh, the most adorable half nude photographer. You, who's the cowboy in in New York? What's that guy's name that plays the guitar and wears the speedo? Isn't he just called the naked cowboy or the half naked cowboy? Uh, yeah, or isn't that what he goes by? I don't know. Is it too late for you to rebrand that as your wedding photographer late. persona? It is too late. It's because, uh, yeah, it's definitely too late. If you didn't know how good Ben Harley is at branding, he just said that after 15 years in this industry, he's perfectly capable of rebranding yeah. himself as the half-naked wedding photographer. It's the physique that gets in the way. It's true. It's true. You know? um, if somebody, if we could please get a, uh, a protein powder sponsor on here for, for <laughs> next, <laughs> we're, we're going re- to change your body. I'm holding you to this. Okay, we'll see what happens. Leslie's yeah. not going to be good with this. This is going to be a bad... That's okay. Okay. Um, hey, uh, so welcome, Ben, to um, Ben 2.0. This is actually, I guess, the third time we've we've recorded together, right? Yeah, once on my podcast, once on yours. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is our third date, which is why mm-hmm. it started with your talking about your pants coming off. That makes sense. Absolutely. Already off. <laughs> I have no okay. I, well, so here's here's what we're talking about today. Um, <laughs> though I we've we've gone so far already past the rabbit trail. Um, we're talking about your ability, and and it's and I mean that sincerely, like your your keen ability to dream up platforms for education, hmm. right? So like you've done. Um, talk, talk to us. Tell us a little bit about that because you. I'm assuming there's been like a, a number of iterations of different workshops and. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Can you? Can yeah. You back well, us up for the exactly. First one? Exactly. Because a lot of we we always look at people and we're like, oh man, look what look what Miles has, look what Ben has, look what so and so has, right? Like it's incredible that this the success of whatever this thing is that they're seeing, but that's just the iteration that you saw that actually worked, <laughs> and, and all of the other things and you know stuff I've tried, many brands, many products. Uh, events, courses, launches, whatever that just were like, well, (laughs) all right, (laughs) let's try again. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the strange survey. I mean, you have to get really specific because I've done so many things that just like really didn't take off. And I just, you know, you just keep moving. You're just like, okay, cool. That's that is to be expected. Um, let's go again. Okay. Well, so so at somewhere along the way, though, you decided that aside from your your photography work and your art, um, and then I know that you you know you're also a fine artist and and all of these mm-hmm. creative outlets. Somewhere along the lines, you decided that that educating people was going to be like a an integral part, like an important part of your life. When where did yes. that come from? That came from. I started my career as a photographer in 2010 um, and so really went full force into learning everything I possibly could learn. And so I was deep into the education space as a consumer. So I was seeing what was out there. I was seeing who was out there. Um, I was finding things that were helpful. I was finding things that were 
absolutely near predatory. <laughs> um, I was finding genuine people. I was finding completely terrible individuals. Right. And, um, but so that was where I first got exposed to, let's say like the industry on the, on the education side. Now, um, fast forward, you know, certainly education, I've always believed in it and it has always paid off and, and, uh, very quickly made a, a very successful photography career and continued to, but like a couple of years in, it was just, I was, I was doing really well. And I, I had done something well for myself and for my family and for my clients. And, um, and it started to gather a little attention from just local photographers. And so they would ask questions and we would just get together and meet up and talk. And I would share my ideas and they would share theirs and et cetera, et cetera. And I quickly discovered there was a difference between the two things, like going out and taking photographs, um, getting to do what I love and make art. Um, again, I was an oil painter back in the day. And so getting to create these photographs that felt like paintings and then, um, get paid for it. It was, it was incredible. And it, and it brought so much joy to my life seeing how it impacted my family and my kids and what was possible for us, but then also how it impacted my clients. However, seeing that ripple out and create exponential impact for all the photographers that started to connect with me and seeing how it would then change the trajectory of their world and how it impacted their kids and their families and seeing things happen in other people's lives that like, it was just crazy, kind of like a butterfly effect, right? Where like, you know, what is it? The, the flap of a butterfly's wing can, that impact of the wind direction can change the course of a storm on the other side of the country, you know, like, but you start to see these things actually happen where I would coach a photographer and, and now they're able to like go full time. Their husband is able to quit their day job. And as a part of that, they're able to stay home and provide support for a son who has real challenges that they're facing and how then that just, you, you just start to see these ripples. I say all this because that brought me purpose. I know you talk a lot about purpose miles, but there was a difference between joy and purpose. And listen, I'm all about joy. I'm all about love and doing what I'm doing, but there was a depth that happens when you get to see this all take place in an near infinite amount of lives that can get impacted and just how far it reaches. Yeah, that's a, that's huge. I mean, I think I would go as far as probably to say, I think purpose is what gets you up and gets you back to work when you're, when you're having a hard time finding joy, right? Like when it's not, mm-hmm. when, when, when that day is like, it's not a great day. Um, and that's a powerful outlook, but you know what, what I, what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is that I think so, so many people in our industry love the idea of jumping into uh, either educating or launching workshops or whatever it is, even their own custom presets, whatever it is, because of the ability to monetize it. You didn't mention mm-hmm. that at all, actually. You, you said uh, actually quite the opposite. You were already very successful. And then you started to create these um, parallel paths to which you could um, find some purpose and, and, and pour into people. Um, how long was it then before the those monetized, or was that yeah. just as quickly as you know as the uh, as your your career lifted off? You know, it's been crazy, Miles. So I um I have like one thing that I offer in terms of like a course. You know, I have this one thing, and and at this point, I've had it for a few years, and so I've seen the number of photographers who've gone through it, and I keep a list of every name of a student of mine who's who's gone through and worked with me. And I keep them on a wall 
So when I show up, I remember who's actually counting on me, that there is a person, there's an individual, there's a name, that name has a business behind it, oftentimes a family, clients. There's um, responsibility that comes from that. Anyway, I, I, I have this wall and sometimes people see the wall <laughs> and then they start like doing the math, you know, and then they're like commenting on that. Like, ah, da, da, da. Um, it was never the goal. Um, I've always been uh, in this for the complete long game. And my reply has always been, well, kind of the same thing that I share with my kids. Like I'll ask my kids, um, you know, uh, what do you want to do when you grow up? And they say, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, I'd like to, whatever. And my daughter says, well, I want to make money. <laughs> okay. Well, that's cool. Fair. That could be a part of life. Right. Um, so how do you do that? Like, what does that look like? And, um, she has no clue. Uh, but I, you just, you help people, you help people solve problems. And if you help enough people, and solve enough of their problems disproportionately to whatever money that you're going to ask in return. Like they will just pour out to you. And so, um, I've always just viewed this as a long game. I've always just viewed this as like, I'm just going to keep pouring into people. I'm going to keep showing up. It's one of the things I say, like do hard things, keep showing up, do hard things, keep showing up. And because I didn't need to monetize it, the podcast existed for I don't know how long before it ever monetized. Because I have a successful photography business, I, I'm not interested in trying to like flip a switch and, and grab a dollar. I'm just going to keep showing up. Eventually, I was like, okay, well, people want to go deeper. They want more. They're act- it's a disservice to not give them more. <laughs> At a certain point, it was kind of like, Ben, I want more. Can you just like, can you have me come over to your house? Can we do this thing? Can we like get into this in more detail? Right. And so eventually, when that happened, I was like, okay, fine. Here, here's the thing. Um, it was just a complete outpouring at that point of like, of, of results. I mean, I, okay. This, this, this teases up perfectly for the conversation that I, like you obviously know we're going to have, but, um, listeners, you guys that are, are chiming in and kind of catching into this number one, just remarkable perspective, Ben, like it, it's countercultural in every, uh, in every angle and it's refreshing. Um, what we're talking about over the next several weeks is the way that you and several other people have either utilized or are utilizing um, social media in really creative and really unique perspectives. And the reason I'm taking that angle for a few weeks, uh, frankly, is because we've spent a few weeks now talking about how to tell stories. We've spent a few weeks talking about you know, how to select correct gear and brand identity work that is intentional. And um, and then Ben, I don't know if you, you probably didn't hear this episode, which you should, you should go back and listen to it. I did. I, uh, I had a very outlier guest a few weeks ago, um, a good friend of mine named Mike Dooley. That's this, um, mammoth in the real estate world. And he was explaining to us that like our concepts of money, when you jump outside of this industry, it just shifts, right? So he's, he's working on like three or $4 billion in sales this year. Right. And it's like, mm-hmm. Money is this liquid concept that that so many people in an industry get tied to, but we don't realize that um, our view of money is not necessarily our client's view of money, right? And so we've we've created these little communities in which we like kind of like find shelter and find safety and find education, and 
I would go as far as to say probably one of the most active, certainly one of the most well-known communities um, on social media is yours. It's the, the mastermind community. Where, where did the concept for that come from for you? Yeah, man, I got to remember. I got to go back. Um, it, the concept came out of, uh, of all things, actually quite fun. It came out of as a, as a place for me to practice. Um, it was my desire uh, to be on a stage and to present to an audience um, just as like a personal goal. Like, wouldn't it be cool to like be on a stage and present? Like, that'd be so neat, you know? And I was like, well, shoot, if I'm going to do that, I should probably like start learn, learning how to like talk to, <laughs> to, to people and, 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 and be okay messing up and, and then figuring out what that looks like to like uh, pick up where you just left off because you're live and there's no, there's no like edit button, right? And so it kind of started off as a place for me to just um, uh, to practice, not just the, the, we'll say like the, the performative part, like presenting and that kind of stuff, but also to practice my ideas. I wanted a place that I could share my thoughts and then I could get feedback where people could say, hey man, that's not right. <laughs> and then I could listen and then I could shift and I could like, okay, interesting. So I, I missed this mark. This is good. Thank you. And, and get feedback and sharpen my ideas and learn how to, or, or if they're saying, Hey, this isn't right. And I'm like, well, no, it is. Now I can sharpen my ability to better convey maybe a, a, a miscommunication of the idea. Right. And so that's actually kind of how the mastermind group began. And back in the day I did, I did a live uh, video, uh, just a live coaching video for photographers every day for, I think at the very beginning, it was like two years. Um, I say every day, every weekday, it was five days a week. Maybe the first year it was even on, on weekends. Um, and uh, it was a commitment that I made. It was a discipline that I had. And, and it, and it um, yeah, it, that's where it really just began was there, it was very selfish <laughs> i was like i need a place to share ideas share thoughts and see what other people have to have to say about them that's really that's really special because again i mean just to to back out of that it sounds as though you never really felt as though like you were you were above that community right you were a member of that you may have formed it but you were a member of that community oh yeah absolutely i mean i still understand that I have one set of experiences and I have one life that I've lived and it's been very, very small <laughs> relative to all of what y'all have experienced and the clients you've had, the images you've taken, the, the pitfalls, the failures, the successes, the joys, the interpretations, just like um, all of the things. And so to, to be able to get a glimpse into uh, learning from people is, is huge. Mm, there's, I, a, okay. there's a rule. I, I once read this. I forget who said it. Forgive me. Um, about becoming an expert. And if you're going to be an expert, experts do two things always. Um, number one is experts write. And now... I didn't. I don't write. I'm not a writer, but I, I share my thoughts as if they were writings, right? So I, I share my thoughts um, in order to get better. So experts are always sharing their ideas, almost as like hypothesis, not as fact. 
experts are always sharing ideas like a scientist would, right? And then they're refining them, refining. So they always write, but experts, they never stop learning. And it's a bit of like, um, uh, what's the word? Like a, a, a paradox where that, like, if you think you have to have everything figured out in order to claim the role as expert, then you are disqualified from being an expert. <laughs> and the person listening to this is who's thinking like, but I'm still learning. There's no way I could position myself as an expert. There's no way I could start a podcast. There's no way I could share my ideas on, on my blog. There's no way that I could make a reel on Instagram that shows, you know, three tips for this. I'm just not an expert yet. Like that notion that you have where you're like, I haven't yet arrived is the thing that qualifies you to actually claim the title as expert and live it out. Being an expert is a living, breathing, um, a state of, um, uh, uh, process. It is not a, I have arrived at an expert. Being an expert is just simply a process. Um, rant over. <laughs> no, this is fantastic stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, re- the reason I'm asking this, this, kind of line of questions here is, is really for a, a really clear direction. It's so special to me as a member of, of your mastermind group, but also as a curator of another group and a member of a hundred other groups and a, um, a small voice in the community at large, but that voice is getting louder to have somebody that I can look to that I feel like is, um, is capable of success without ego, hmm. and um, that has been your that's been your bread and butter for as long as I've followed you. It has been literally your like a almost a party line has been like you know I can succeed without uh, without the need to brag about it. And I think as we see communities grow, there tends to be this uh, this person at the top, this godhead at the top of that community that comes across as like the end all be all. And you've you've never done that for me. So then take that out of the out of the community, out of the large, the mastermind group, and plug that into you as an educator at say Booked Solid or at Abundance or you know one of your workshops. How how have you learned to speak with authority without speak speaking with ego? Hmm. So uh, that's a complicated question. I don't know if I have the answer, um, but I could share a bit of my background that might give it context. Um, but I, I've never thought about it in that way, you know? Um, so my background is in transformational coaching. Um, I mean, I've got a number of backgrounds, but that's one of the core in terms of when it comes to me as an educator and in the line of transformational coaching, um, it's, it is different than counseling. It's different than, um, mentoring. It's different than therapy. It's, it's different than a lot of things because it's my full belief and commitment that, um, you have everything already in you and I can't change a thing. And so I'm going to stand for what you say you want and I'm going to fight for it and I'm going to call you up to it. I'm going to remind you of what you're capable of 
But like I, as a coach, I am a broken, messy, imperfect person. And I am on the same footing. It's just my commitment to stand with and for you. And so that is how I've continued into my photography education is just like, I've, I've got failures in my photography business. I've got wins. I got successes. You know, I've got all kinds of things. Um, none of that really matters because what are you up to and what do you want? Like I've never gotten on the whole, like IPS print sales is like, this is the way you have to do things. I'm like, well, I mean, it's the way that I did things. Cause I, I really valued, uh, my ability to serve my clients with it. I really valued the uh, bonus income and I had the, the space in my life and my home to do it. It's, it was a value of mine. It, there's way more ways to evaluate the success of your business than my metrics for my own life. What are yours? So I've never gotten like, this is the right way to do things. Off camera flash, natural light, Fuji, Sony. This is why most camera brands won't touch me with a 10 foot pole. Cause I just don't give a shit. Like I don't, I just don't care enough about their platform <laughs> to like, let it be my thing. I'll die. It's like, well, I, yeah, everything's awesome. Everything has faults. Uh, and I, th- I think that that, that kind of, uh, transparency, uh, comes through, you know, it comes through. Okay. So you build that, that kind of humility alongside strength which I think, I think is the, the, that, that's the necessary grout, right? You have to have the, yeah. or maybe courage. Um, but you build that humility and, and, and then your brand starts to take off. And here's where I'm going to start asking you for some advice because there's going to be a lot of people that are listening to this that, um, and we hear this week after week, they, they sit back. I know you do probably as well from the, your podcast. They sit back and they immediately discount almost everything that's being said, right? Because they're like, well, but you've already made it. Or when you jumped into this, the industry wasn't as saturated. Or et cetera, et cetera, like caveats and, and disclaimers. But I think the important thing here is that people hear from you uh, what it is that they can do. How can they join community? How can they develop authority? How can they build both humility and strength um, hmm. in, in a way that, that you have? Uh, I think a couple things. Um, uh, you'll have to help keep me on track here with the, with the different questions that you just asked. But mm-hmm. I think the things that um, we tell ourselves disqualify us from life are the very things that qualify you for life. And I'm going off into uh, your personal life. Your, your, your personal life is your business. There's, it's not a disconnect, okay? Now, uh, the results of your business often show up as a result of your personal life. Um, but like the thing, there's things that have happened to you and there's things that have, you've done. There's mistakes that you've made. There's all kinds of, regrets, there's whatever it is, there's things that have taken place that you're not proud of. Whatever these things are that, that you believe disqualify you from whatever it is that you say you want or think that you want are the things that qualify you for it. If you're willing to, um, <laughs> if you're willing to enter the cave that you least want to enter, 
uh, one of my coaches used to say, Ben, it, the, the treasure you seek lies in the cave that you least want to enter. It's like um, the willingness to be vulnerable and to share the failures are, are some of the most powerful things that, that you can share. And then, um, and then to like call people up. Like um, you don't, you have an ability to not just um, shift your own life, but to shift the other people's lives around you. Like your words and your language have real power and meaning. And so when you can use them to call people up, when you can use your past experiences and, and, and to identify other things around you and then to speak life into people, like there's a strength from being vulnerable and, um, elevating other people. Um, sometimes those vulnerabilities that we have, we kind of have a couple options, you know, and it's often reflected in the, like the, uh, archetype of like a bully. It's like, I'm vulnerable. I'm, I'm scared about being a weak man. Like that is an insecurity of my own. Right. And so one of my options is, well, whenever I, I see a strong man, I could try to make myself feel better by bullying them or, you know what I mean? I could bring them down. Um, or I could, I could identify that. I could actually share that experience um, as something that I believe up until now has disqualified me to lead. I could share it in the process of sharing it with humility and, and with courage. Uh, it could actually elevate me to a position to lead. And then I could actually use that position to then call other people up in, in ways that um, I just don't know if, if, uh, It, just, it all just takes so much courage, man. And uh, it's interesting, wherever, I don't know wherever our world is at right now, but I see so little courage. <laughs> I see so little courage out there, bro. Um, and so I'm trying to change that. Okay, this, this, now pull this back into take everything that you just said, <laughs> all of it, boil it for me, take it back into social media. Because I think you're right there. I mean, like, we're, we're right on the edge of, of the most pivotal statement that somebody that's listening to this that I promise you people need to hear, Ben. And I, and I feel like you say it often, but boil it. Because you, oh, you, you put all of this effort into just refining who you are as a human, as a person, from a character perspective. More strength, more intentionality, more purpose. Then the ability to speak into people and pull people up. And the disconnect then is how do you, how do you put that on, on the internet in a way that conveys who you are and what you are and what you care about to a world that is completely obsessed with the shallowest common denominator? Hmm. Um... I feel like you're after something and I don't know if, if I'm going to deliver on what you're at. If you got something no, specific. I'm not, no, I'm, I, what you just gave is everything I'm after. So when it comes to, uh, education, um, so many people, they know what to do. Even like my students who are like enrolled in book solid, they have like, man, that, that course is so detailed and vast and exactly what to do step by step. And I see this in my own life. I know what to do. 
And then I wake up and I screw it all up. Like each morning I just wake up and I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> how can I ruin today? It's just like we get in our own way all the time. And the thing that continually brings me back um, isn't my strength as an individual, isn't my morning routine, isn't the coffee that I drink, isn't, you know, whatever. It is the people in my life that uh, can see me, that check in, they say, hey man, I just want to check in on you. Or I can ask them questions, I can lean in on them. And it is, it's, it's ultimately community. And so um, creating a space that people feel like uh, is their space that they can go to um, where they can ask really vulnerable questions about their first session, about losing an image, about an embarrassment that they had, about whatever, and feel the ability to actually share that and then get some some insight on that to get private messages on the inside. Um, I think that is what creates incredible education. There's no shortage of what out there on the internet in terms of like what to do, uh, where to put a Facebook pixel. It's like, it's so binary, you know, it's like, okay, open up the HTML and do this. Like it's, it's so binary. It's just like, did it, did it, did it, did it. But the thing that is lacking is space for community to exist because staying in the game is the game. You can't grow your business if you're not showing up. And we are constantly taking ourselves out of the game. Now I mentioned courage. It's because it's really, it's impossible to have courage at all times. But the way that you get it back is by being in the presence of other people who have just a little bit of it because it rubs off and it just rubs back on you. And then you can give it to other people around you. Um, But having those communities, that's what builds wildly successful photography businesses. It's not an online course that tells you exactly what to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. You need the recipe. You absolutely need the recipe, but then you need to keep showing up for the next six months and actually doing the recipe. And that's where most people fall short. And I, what I, what I heard you say just now, though you went much deeper and further than I thought you were going to, uh, which is who you are. Well, welcome, welcome Ben Hartley. Um, uh, Still without pants on, uh, by the way. But what I heard you say is a, is a remarkable statement. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse this back into you. This is uh, I'm, I'm pulling a line from your own podcast because you do this to people all the time. I just asked you the the most basic question: How do you how do you refine who you are as a human and then show it on social media? And what you just did without blinking and without hesitation is completely deny that there should be any separation. Yeah. You know, you just, I love that you're just saying, you know how hard that is for people? Okay, so just a, step one, be the same human that you are in real life as you are in your social media, as you are in these communities, as you are in your marketing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, uh, I haven't always been great at this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, and I'm still just like getting um, a little better. But if you go back to some of my early stuff, it's like, man, I was trying to be everybody else under the sun. I was trying to be anybody else but Ben Hartley. And 
God forbid I said something or, you know, whatever, I looked a certain way, did a certain thing that maybe I made up wasn't uh, what other people wanted. Um, and it is a practice. It's, that is not hard. I'm sorry. That is not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Um, the first time that you picked up your camera, you also sucked. You're like you were absolutely terrible. Don't try to tell me you weren't terrible. You were terrible. I was pretty good. <laughs> you were pretty good. Um, it's a practice. And so, um, you're, yeah, you, you've got, it's, it's, if you want to be an educator, a successful educator, um, the thing that will make the difference is, um, more than anything is your reputation and not, you know, how, what, you know, what camera you filmed your course on and how good it looks and how good you are at running ads or whatever. It's like no amount of that is going to make you successful. It is entirely your reputation. And the more that you can lean in to the parts of yourself that you're most terrified of, <laughs> the faster you can do it and just acknowledge it. Like, ah, there's this thing. <laughs> um, you know, uh, man, I think the better off we'd all be. I think it's it's an enormous statement. It's and you said earlier you felt like I was like leading us. Well, this is exactly where I was hoping to get to. Is this concept of like before we can spend a few weeks as a podcast as a community talking about healthier, better social media techniques, where the industry is going, how to understand algorithmic changes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I think it's just an important statement to say like you know you're a guy Ben that has. You, you've leveraged social media in, in a number of different iterations, right? Like you, the last time you were on here, I remember you telling me that you, kicking and screaming, you, you hated Instagram. And then you were like, you know what? That's stupid. I'm going to get good at it. And then you got really good at it. And but, but this is actually a really, this is a really important distinction about social media. It's like, like I've only done the things that I want like that I think I'm going to enjoy doing on social. So like, uh, the only reason that I ever picked back up Instagram, I built my entire business, both of them without Instagram, built the entire, you know, half a million dollar photography business, uh, all of the photography education business, all without Instagram. It wasn't until the last 12 months that I was like, Oh, I can now just make like stupid, funny videos. Well, that's kind of fun. I can just like, I can just like be silly and maybe along the way, give some people some value and get some laughs and I can enjoy like a little improv each morning, you know, like that's, that's where it came from, but I never did Instagram before. Um, and same thing, even with like Facebook, I love the community of like, I love groups. I don't use my page. I don't use my personal page. Listen, there's so many photography educators. They're always posting on their personal page, all their products and all their pitches and all their things. I'm just like, I'll post some pictures of my kids on there. Like that feels, I, I like that. That feels right. Um, and then the Facebook group, I get to do lives and I get to like see other people's like questions and problems and I can hop in and answer those. And, um, but it's like the live video component that I just really love. But I'm never, I think one of the big important things about social media is like find the platforms and then the uh, presentation model, the the vehicle, right? Carousel posts, stories, and like just do that. 
like do whatever it is. And yes, could you be more optimized? Could you like get more traffic doing some other thing? Yeah, maybe. But the reality is you're going to stop doing it. And remember showing up is the game. Like, like that's the game showing up. (laughs) And so if you're setting yourself up for failure to do something that you hate doing, you're going to resent it all. You're going to quit halfway through, you know? Um, and then, and then now, now we're never going to touch it with a 10 foot pole. And so find the stuff that you really enjoy doing and challenge yourself too. It's like, well, I think I've met a lot of people that like, they hated the idea of reels and then they did it and they were like, yeah, that was fun. You know, like, uh, and so they, they give it a try, you know, but like challenge yourself, but do the things that you actually enjoy doing forget the rest. I think it's, I think it's an interesting, just like a human process that so many of us go through, right? Like just side, you wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm cutting all sugar, all gluten, all dairy, all joy. There will be no joy in my life until <laughs> I lose 15 pounds. And then you, you convince yourself that that juice is worth a squeeze, right? Well, I would be so much happier, 15 pounds lighter, that it, it's okay. It's, it's better for me to cut out all, every, every piece of joy out of my life. We're not talking vices. I'm not talking like, you know, we're just, just, we're just cutting everything in cold turkey. And then you lose like the first five pounds and you realize that you've done nothing but make yourself absolutely miserable with very little return. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what, what you've done is the, the, more, um, the more long game approach, which is to say like, hey, how about instead... How about instead you make one healthy meal choice a day or you go take, you know, a 15 minute walk or something that you can maintain for like the rest of your life. And that 15 pounds falls off, but you don't know when it did or why it did or how it did. But the, you never had to replace joy in the name of, of investing in, you know, in something that you, you weren't sure you believed in. And I, I, I it means so much to me to watch you go through that uh, because I, I, I do think there's a number of people at the top of our industry right now that have built their names on platforms that I'm not sure they believe in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not my place to call them on that. I certainly wouldn't do that. But, but I see breaks. And I think a lot of us see breaks. We're all good at, at seeing marketing these days, right? Where we, we realize we're being marketed to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if I'm buying. And I know with you, I'm, I'm buying, I'm, I'm in. Um, and I have been since long before I, I got to call you a friend. So, so the, tell us a little bit then about these, um, these two, and there may be more, I, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but from what I get to see optics, there is booked solid and there's abundance, right? Hmm. Yeah. What, what are the, what are those? Yeah. So, well, then the third one would, would just be like my free coaching that I'm continually doing. Right. So like in the mastermind group, I'm doing weekly coaching for free. Uh, and I'm just going to keep showing up. I think the biggest value for that is seeing another person that like has done it, that, that you can resonate with just like show up on the other side of the screen and like put in some work. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to wake up and like do the thing each day, you know? Um, so, and I understand that, um, not everybody wants to go all in. Not everybody's ready to, not everybody has the ability to like jump into a paid thing. And that's, that's okay. I'm going to keep showing up even for those who can't, as far as like what those two things are. So like book solid is a, uh, step-by-step system for wedding and portrait photographers on how to get clients 
and then how to price yourself. Um, so that way you're not leaving money on the table. So very strategic, intentional pricing, how to convert those leads into bookings. And so, um, that's, that's what that is. And it is a very like, this is how to do the thing. It is a very step-by-step the how, right? I think within the Facebook group, it's a lot of like, here's what, here's what to do. It's like, go do this, go do that, go do that. But then when you're like, okay, great, I, I get it now, but how do I do it? Then it makes sense for, for book solid. Abundance is very different. Um, abundance, you cannot come to um, unless you've been through book solid. Abundance is four days with me. Um, and we get a house together. We all stay together. Yeah. It's, it's like that. And uh, we get a chef and we are, we are in a house. We are in a home for four days. And um, the reason that you have to have already gone through book solid in order to be even considered to come is because I don't want to waste time teaching what to do. I want to get into the depth. I want to get into why are you not doing it? I want to get into when you do do it, who shows up? <laughs> is it the scared version of you? Is it the nervous version? Is it the like, my art isn't really worth it version of you? Like who's showing up in the sales calls? Who's showing up in the phone calls? Who's showing up in the consultations? Who's showing up in the sessions? And so let's actually role play that. Let's get you real-time feedback on that. Let's critique what you've implemented. And abundance is a, <laughs> is a wild ride, man. Um, it is much more of a transformational workshop than it is a, a photography workshop. I do it like once a year. I, I, anybody listening, you guys, if you don't have kind of chills, you feel, I want to be a part of the club. Um, but honestly, just because I, I believe in it so much, I believe it. I, let me put it this way. I just believe in the word. Hmm. Um, I genuinely do. I believe in just the, the sincere power of saying there is plenty. Yeah. And and I, I, like, I refuse as a business owner, as a marketer, as a human, as a dad, as a husband, I refuse to like sit in this mindset or this, this space where I'm afraid that it's all going to run out. And I, that fear stops me from like achieving or, or just embracing. Yeah. Um, I think it's powerful that you've gone there and I love the step-by-step of it. So, okay. And not so- only is there plenty... But like I am plenty. Ooh. It's not even an external, there's enough for everybody out there. It's like I am enough right here. Huge. Okay, that's huge. So so help us bring this thing home then. Um, okay, so I'm always every time we have one of these conversations, even via text message, Ben, I'm always sort of like humbled by the fact that um you know, whether it's you having the opportunity to just like sit with you in Vegas and have a beer with you, um, or really overpriced brunch. That was, that was, <laughs> um, the beer was better. Uh, or, or, you know, having one of these conversations that's essentially public facing. I'm always kind of humbled by the fact that I never know where to wrap it up because I feel mm. like you always have more to give. Um, so, First things first, like give us give us all the ways that that anybody that's listening can can be a part of mastermind, be a part of you know if if like the community of the funnel works that direction, get into book solid and then into abundance and how can we learn from you? Yeah, the best place would just 
be to go to Ben Hartley, H-A-R-T-L-E-Y, benhartley.com forward slash links. Uh, that way, whatever is currently prevalent at the time, because I do a lot of like free workshops, maybe it's the Facebook group, maybe there's something going on. I'll just update that to make sure that Miles, you and your team have whatever it is that is like happening right now. But currently right now, that'll take you like right over to the, probably the Mastermind group is my guess. Um, but who knows? That's why you got to go check it out. Who knows? It could be a little Easter egg there. You know? Surprise. Uh, we'll see. Benhartley.com forward slash links would be, would be the place to go. Um, I love it. And, and Ben, I want to give you a, a public compliment as well uh, to say that, listen, there is, there is more than enough ego in, in this industry, more than enough. There are more than enough successful voices. Um, you know, if, if anything, like if any of us are going to talk about things that are oversaturated right now, it's not the, the, the low middle end of the market that's saturated. It's the, uh, the, the people that are obsessed with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's more than enough of all of that. And I, I find myself often getting so, um, so much joy from just watching you pour into people and bring community together and give um, honest and, and great content that I forget. And sometimes I have to go back and check myself on this. I'm not kidding. This is a, this is a true statement. I forget how talented you are. And I go back in and I look at your work and I realize that all of this was built on the, uh, the foundation of somebody who, who put in the work first. So, you know, from, from the whole photo code group and just from me, like to you, man, thank you, genuinely thank you for putting in the work, but then having the, the courage to give it back. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I should probably share my work a bit more, shouldn't I? <laughs> the amount of times too on Instagram, people are like, "You have to yeah, find it." It's here's weird. the guy. He's never, he never. But where's his work? He's always talking about photography, but he never shows his work. I'm like, well, it's on a separate Instagram. Um, I should probably get. I should probably share some more of my stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad idea because you, if you just Google Ben Hartley photography, it, it, it's like 17 pages deep that you find the first picture that you've taken. Oh, that's fine. Um, but <laughs> that's yeah, that's okay as well. Um, all right, man. Well, hey, thank you so much for, for taking time. And I know an hour with you is uh, not an easy thing to come by. And, uh, and so I'm grateful. I, it's, it's a big deal for me to start a new series with a friend um, and be able to start a series from a stance of saying like, hey, it's so much more important, you guys, listeners, it's so much more important that you decide who you are that you embrace like the depth and the power of, of who you are right now and then allow whatever marketing tactics and whatever social media things that you employ to support you in your business to represent that than it is that you just jump on the latest trend and uh, you know and pick the, the, the reel with the highest results. I say that, but then Ben, all your reels do really well as well, so... I know. I just had one take. I said one take. I did a Star Wars one. I was like, no, I should probably know my audience. <laughs> Star Wars. I did. I did a mashup. Star Wars photography mashup. It did not. It did not do well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do hard things. Keep showing up. That's. Can I? Can that's I, it. Can I pay you one last goofy compliment? Oh um, yeah. I, there we go. I, uh, I'm having a conversation in one of our, so, so in Photoco, what we call our little masterminder groups are the, they're the offshoots. They're the small groups that happen in the DMs. Right. Um, and there's only, a, there's a handful of them, but, um, my statement for everybody is that I don't, I don't form them. 
Um, I don't curate them. I don't even necessarily oversee them. I ask that one of somebody from our leadership team is a part of it just so we can make sure that like things don't get like out of hand or toxic or whatever inside of those sure. things. But, um, but I'm in one that's filled with just a cool group of people that none of them have ever been to WPPI. None of them have any idea what that, what that vibe is like. And they all were talking yesterday. You're going to love this. They're all talking yesterday about how they need to get matching suits, like power suits, and all show up to WPPI. I, I, I'm envisioning this like it looked like a cheesy boy band, right? And I'm like, so I'm writing in there and I'm like, I think you guys, you guys may be picturing WPPI a little differently <laughs> than it is, right? And they're saying, isn't it, you, you basically just sit in like ritzy bars and smoke cigars with Ben Hartley, right? And I'm like, yeah, uh, like it's, it's, yeah, that's, that's a nice compliment to Ben. Um, it's really more like you, uh, you inhale secondhand smoke from an 80 year old lady named Alice who has sat at the same penny slots for 36 years. Oh, Alice. Yeah. Thanks, Alice. <laughs> so anyway, ben, awesome. thanks for, thanks thanks for giving Alice. everybody the wrong impression about what WPPI is. Yeah, That's you bet. <laughs> I've never smoked a cigar at WPPI in my life. <laughs> no. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Uh, hopefully this was, uh, this was um, uh, uh, valuable uh, for your listeners. Really appreciate right you up until having the me here. Uh, okay, <laughs> I guys, will you... And the beginning. The beginning was also rubbish. <laughs> um, so guys, if you, if you have followed this entire thing, which nobody watches a 50-minute video on YouTube, but if you have followed this whole thing uh, over on our YouTube channel, um, we're just going to cue to an awkward silence and slowly watch Ben put his pants on. Um, ben Hartley, thanks for thanks for joining, buddy. Love you a lot. Thanks. I <laughs> love you too.